All right. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, I did hit it. Okay, we are back. Welcome to the Dirty Bird Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast of Falcons Twitter. It's your girl, Lethal, here. Breeze may show up. Y'all already know what it is. Josh is hiding. I don't know why he's hiding. I should put that video up of him stressed out when the 49ers got Lance, but I'll do that later. Today, we are joined by Reggie. Reggie's back. He's out of his Falcons hate train. He's back on here. He was like really pissed off about, you know, the Falcons falconing, but he's back with us today. And we have Eric from the Falcoholic here. Y'all already know who he is. He's been rocking with us for most of the off season. And then we had these other people come on and now he's back. How are y'all doing today? Uh, I'm straight. It's Monday. It's Monday night. It is close, Monday night. Close to my bedtime, to be honest with you. But it's close to everybody's bedtime. We all got to go to work tomorrow. Well, Shit. Who, who starts the show at 10 o'clock at night? Okay, Please first of all, me. that's all Bree's fault. All right. The one that ain't here? Yeah, the one that ain't here. It's all his fault. It's all his fault, and he's probably going to pop up in here for like two seconds and then leave. Watch, because that's what he'd be doing when he don't be telling us if he's coming on or not. So we're here today. We are gathered here today to discuss the draft that we just had, all the draft picks that we just had, okay? Let's start with the one everyone cares about. It's a reach. It's a reach. Okay, most of y'all cared about. Okay, the pick that every one of y'all were arguing about every single day since our season ended. Pick number four. Okay, Kyle Pitts. We got Kyle Pitts. The happiest person on this show was Josh. The one that you can't see right now. Yeah, like, wow. I told y'all why y'all can't see me. It should have been Matt. It should have been Matt Jones. It's <laughs> <laughs> a reach, man. They let a franchise quarterback go to New England. <laughs> but no, I, I had different reasons for why I was happy that it was Kyle Pitts. We know. Yeah, you didn't want Justin we, Fields. We, we know. Whoa, we don't say it like that. No, you didn't don't want say Justin like Fields. That. Let's I, just be honest. You didn't want I Justin Fields. I just felt like we had better needs elsewhere. You don't want Justin Fields. At tight end? Huh? At tight end? I, I, I didn't agree agree with that, but it's better than, than the QB pick. Justin Fields? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you don't like Justin Fields. That's it. That's it, Eric. You gotta see. You gotta see on the Twitter. I posted his as soon as the 49ers said Trey Lance. I posted his reaction from right there. I saw it. I saw his greasy face. (laughs) You couldn't couldn't deny that. That, He said it was the food that I was eating. It wasn't every action. That was was Vaseline. That was Vaseline, bro. Stop. (laughs) That's what that was. I got it, man. In all serious though, that the Kyle Pitts uh, selection was was a, a logical one, to be quite honest with you. I mean, for months I was saying on Twitter that I never really felt they needed to go quarterback, 
Um, if they wanted to rock with Matt Ryan for a couple of years, I was cool with it. I always just wanted them to have a solid plan in place at quarterback. Um, and I felt that with the new tenure, with the new regime, new head coach, new GM, in most cases, those guys go and get their, their flag bearer at quarterback fairly early, whether it's the first year or the second year. And I felt like they were in a position where they had a prime opportunity to get one. Um, they didn't. They passed up on one. Fine. Cool. And they end up getting who some teams thought was the best player in the draft overall. Um, highest rated tight end ever drafted, fourth overall. Um, he is – he's a freaking nature, man. This kid is – 6'6", 240, and ran a 4-4, and it should have been a 4-3, but he didn't run in a straight line. He couldn't run in a straight line for some reason. I don't know why. But if he did, it would have been a 4-3, which is insane for a tight end. Um, and I think just his presence on the field is going to open up so much. Like, he doesn't even have to catch, the, catch a pass, to be quite honest with you. Just putting him out there in pads is going to create one-on-ones for Julio, one-on-ones for Ridley, one-on-ones for Hurst, who also runs a 4-4. Hell, Russell Gage is going to have some one-on-ones against a middle linebacker. Cordero Patterson is going to have some one-on-ones with some slow safety. Um, Mike Davis is going to have a ton of runways, all because of Kyle Pitts is out there on the field. So, um, arguably the best pick of the draft, and I think that the offense is really going to benefit from it this year. Reggie, what you think about the pick? Who did you want first? And then what did you think about us getting pits? Let you ask. I want somebody <laughs> from UGA, man. I'm just kidding. Nah. It was it was a good pick though. Like Eric said, man, it's yeah, the kids gonna command a lot of attention, man, and it's gonna benefit the whole offense. So yeah, I mean, you know, at first I thought, you know, when I seen Justin slide, I was like, Oh, could this be it? <laughs> you know, I thought we was <laughs> We was going quarterback, but, you know, from where we talked about, you know, honestly, the quarterback I really wanted, we wasn't going to get, which was uh, Trevor. So, you know, I was like, you know, hey, it is what it is. But I'm definitely happy with the uh, Kyle Pitts uh, pick. Josh. I mean – like I said, my my preference was defense, so I, I wanted Pat um, Sertain, uh, but but like Eric said, we went we went with the best available player at the time, which was which is Kyle Pitts, and and like you said, his presence alone is it should do wonders with this offense. Um, taking taking into account with the mind that Arthur Smith has and how how he loves his tight ends. Like this offense should should just cause havoc on any type of defense we we face, right. but um, but I mean it, it it works out. Um, just now we just have to pray that the that we get the right pieces in the trenches to block for them to do stuff, right. and just just everybody in general on the offense to stay healthy. <clears throat> whether you whether you wanted a quarterback or not, it's kind of hard to be upset at a pick like that, man. Like exactly. It's Kyle, like there's no one like him. That you you can't you can't say we'll draft another Kyle Pitts next year. You it's this there's there's analysts who already say that Kyle Pitts is a top five tight end in the league right now. He hasn't even already. That's because <laughs> there's no 
tight ends in the league that are like him. Like he's really unique. So it's, again, it's hard to be upset at a pick like that, man. He's he's going to do a lot. So um, and he's only the kid's only twenty. Yeah, that's a good thing. Ain't, ain't even hit an NFL weight room yet. Wait till he gets 22, 23, 24, gets developed, throws some weights up, get used to the NFL. Oh, my God. It's it's going to be nuts. And I can't <laughs> wait for him to uh, do some damage to the Saints defense just because Cam Jordan likes to run his mouth. So, exactly. yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah we're, we're about to get into that. I, I literally I brought it up. We're about to get into that. Um, but honestly, like – my reaction was so dead because that's all we knew what was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a surprise about us getting him because every day since it was just like, we're getting Kyle Pitts. We're getting Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is coming to Atlanta. Like, damn, can we be surprised? No, but but it wasn't well, it, definite though. It wasn't. It wasn't. It really did come down to a quarterback and Kyle exactly, Pitts. Exactly. Yeah. It was like it wasn't for sure. Like they're going to take out this. Like they really did discuss this over, and and I'm pretty sure they were waiting to the last minute to get some trade calls, and nothing popped off. Which I don't blame them. You trade them from four, right? Why was so? If you're gonna come with a trade offer, it better be worthy enough for me to move. It better be at least at least two first and a day two pick that year. Like just for us to have a conversation. If we're not even going to discuss that. You can get off my phone. We're not right. even talking. So, yeah. But it was going to come down to those two. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's here. I just hope we don't waste him. I know it's a new regime, and I just have to get that in my head. But I have PTSD of us <laughs> wasting talent. Dirk, you know what Dirk I'm saying? Snyder. Snyder. I, I know. it's It hasn't just – it's not in my head fully yet. You feel no, me? No, that's what I was going to say. Like, what we had, what, six years of Quinn? So it's yeah. like – it's like he really like he, he, he fucked my brain up. You know what I'm saying? Like psychologically, I'm fucked up in the head about a lot of things. But when it comes to the Falcons, it's just like I just can't. I gotta, I gotta wait. Okay. Right. Now speaking of motherfuckers that are fucked up in the head, Cam Jordan, bitch ass, mm. is gonna say some very suspect shit. I was about to say some other shit, but I stopped myself. Because I y'all are not gonna oh. cancel me, motherfuckers. Okay. Oh, oh, you, you he said he said that Kyle Pitts is a little light in the ass to be a tight end. And my question to Cam Jordan is how do you know this information? You gonna come you gonna come weight size. You gonna you gonna cover him? How how do Cam, you know? Cam Jordan, you gonna cover? Why are you worried about but, blocking him anyway? But how do you how does he know his ass is tight? That's what I, I want to know. That was just a reference. You know, he's just basically saying he light weight wise. He just he just, oh, yeah. he just lightweight. Yeah. But, yeah, six, six, but see, here's the thing. Six six two forty is for a guy that's never even lifted away at the NFL level. Like that's still pretty good size. Exactly. That's that's a monstrous size. So just wait. By the time his rookie year is over, he's probably gonna be two fifty, maybe two fifty five at the most. Come on, man! This dude is t- this dude. This dude is bigger than like nine or ten defenders on the Saints defense, and you weren't about blocking him. All right, whatever. He's a he's a pat. He's a receiving tight end, bro. Exactly. What you need to worry about is putting Demario Davis on him in the slot 
or having a little PJ Williams out there trying to cover him. That's what you need to worry about. Don't worry about trying to block him. Because then you're going to be worried. Yeah. <laughs> light in the ass. Bro, come on out there and cover him then. If that's what you're worried about. Man, I nah, that man is all Tampa top. Bay. That's what it, they need to be worried about. Tampa. It pop it off at the mouth, bro. <laughs> you're worried about the wrong stuff, dude. Yeah. The wrong yeah. stuff. Right. Use that anger on Tampa Bay, man. They the one that bounced you out for the fourth time in a row. Right. So, Talk uh, all that stuff. Popped all that stuff about Caleb McGarry and got shut down his first game against the exactly. rookie right yeah. now. Come on, bro. Stop. Yeah, that, that motherfucker need to be popped in the mouth. He needs to pull up to Atlanta and tweet something and have Josh tweet back and run him off like he did that other little small cornerback when he was running his mouth about being in Atlanta. Fuck Cam Jordan. I don't know why. Why do I don't know why news sources go to Cam Jordan whenever we, they talk about the Falcons anyway. Like, who cares? I don't I don't care. Like, why are you asking? Why are you asking? Why are you asking about his opinion about the Falcons pick? I don't I don't care. Right. Like, why, why does he even care? Why is he even paying attention? Because he's worried. Because he's worried. Yeah. Why. He worried. He know. He worried. He know that PJ Williams is gonna be locked up one on one with him, and it's gonna be trouble because PJ Williams can't even cover me probably if we being honest. <laughs> PJ Williams can't cover nobody on the Falcons, dog. They, he's you got you guys do understand. I know we're going off subject a little bit, but he's Love actually it. making he's actually making the transition to safety this year. <laughs> what? So this comes after getting roasted by Ridley his rookie year. Then they were like, all right, you know what? We like your size against Julio. And that ain't work well. And now all of a sudden they're like, bro, we like you better on the back, like all the way back. <laughs> like that's how you know you're not that great of a corner if you're bouncing around the secondary for three or four years. And now you got to worry about covering a 6'6", 240 tight end. What, what happened with uh, Jenkins? I think – is Jenkins still there? Jenkins might still be there. I think. Or did they let him walk? They might have let him walk. I, I don't care about the Saints, man. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've been so focused about this more than them. So. I don't give a damn what they do. They still <laughs> they still get ready to put out Taysom this year. That's all I need to do. That shit going to be funny to watch. They paid him all that goddamn money. Yeah. Oh, they said Jenkins no. got cut. Yeah, Jenkins oh, got – Yeah. Oh, you talking about Janoris. Oh, I thought you were talking about Malcolm. Yeah, Janoris. Yeah, I know Janoris there. I'm talking about Malcolm. Yeah, I think Malcolm. I think Malcolm is still there. I know CJ. Uh, I know Garner Johnson is still there. Garbage. Um, yeah, they. I know, like I said, I know they're gonna. They try well, to that's transition. Who I want right there, man. Right. That's the dude I want right there, man. He been popping since Cam, Cam, you know, Cam, yeah, Cam don't uh, irk me as much as uh, Chauncey. Yeah, you're right, Josh, man. That man just been talking too much, man, since collegiate days. So, yeah, I can't wait to see him get, uh, yeah, on the sidelines crying like he did uh, a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny as hell. Yep. <laughs> so, we got a lot of, a whole lot of defense and, in the trenches picks this year and then a wide receiver whatever did any of the picks surprise you are there any picks you don't like eric um 
I'm not gonna say I don't like him. Um, not a fan of. No, I, well, the only thing, the only picks that I will look at and say I'm not a fan of. I mean, I I understand the Jalen Mayfield pick in round three, great value. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah of NFL uh, NFL Network had Jalen rated as like a top 25 player overall, so they got him at 68, which is insane value um i think he's probably going to transition over to left guard in year one i think he's better suited there because he has footwork issues he has problem with length but right now he's an excellent run defender i mean run blocker um i think i think what you guys what you guys want to see out of mayfield i wouldn't be surprised if he gets penalized a lot because he's he's blocked no no because he's blocking after the whistle oh he's, i thought that clear he's a he's a finisher we need that. That's what you want. Yes. In, in run game, that's what you want those type of blockers because defenders hate those. Nope. Somebody that play, somebody that play defense. I hate those type of blockers that continuously block after the play is done. You're sitting there like, bro, the play is over, and he's still he's still doing <laughs> his work. That is what that deep that offense needs, and and that's what I'm going to like about him. Um, but I do think that there were better guards on the board then with Drew <laughs> yes, Dalton. Would you go? <laughs> ben Cleveland is one. I do think yes, Ben Cleveland would have been would have been a much better pick than Jalen Mayfield, but we'll see. Um, Drew Dahlman, the center in the fourth round, I can understand that pick. I do think he's a better run blocker as well than Matt Hennessy. He's another one of those guys that he's going to be blocking well after the whistle. Trust me, that is going to get under the skin of defenses. They're going to hate that, but it's going to help the run game. Um, but there's there's really not a pick I don't like. There's really not a pick I'm not a fan of. They added four players in the trenches this year. I did like what they did in the late rounds. I think fans are really going to like Frank Darby. Uh, Frank Darby is this man averaged 20 yards per catch Ooh. in his career. His last season, 2019, he had 31 receptions, but he put up roughly 900 yards on 31 catches. Jesus. Big play threat. Big play threat. He's not a guy that, that has speed, but he can win 50-50 balls even at six feet, 200 pounds. He can win 50-50 balls. He is a big play waiting to happen. And trust me, in an offense where you already share the field with Julio Ridley, Pitts, Mike Davis, Hayden Hurst, Russell Gage, he's going to have his fair share of plays. Russell Gage probably need to watch his back. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. His, yeah. his, his issue is he got to stay healthy, man. His, yeah, he's got to stay healthy. He's, he's got to he, stay healthy. He's, he, we don't deny his talent. His talent is, is there. Mm -hmm. It's just his health. His health-wise, it's, it's yeah. a question yeah. mark. He's a, he's a one-trick pony, but in the offense with this many weapons, that's probably all you need from him. Yeah. That's probably all you need from him. So, um, overall, like I said, there's there's really not any picks that I don't like. I really like what they did. They got playmakers, especially in the secondary. I love Richie Grant. I don't know if you guys really saw everything that I've said about Richie Grant for the past few months since January, but Richie, you guys are going to love Richie Grant as well. That guy is a walking playmaker. Um, uh, saw it at the senior bowl. He was the best defender on the field at the senior bowl, in my opinion. And he was the best safety in the draft, in my opinion. Um, not as athletic as Trayvon Morick, but when it comes to playmaking ability in the secondary, he has more beat in that case. And what I want you guys to understand as well, this is a Dean Pease defense. They're going to focus 
on attacking the quarterback. They're going to blitz. They're going to throw multiple things at a quarterback. So what you need on that back end are your ball skills, your playmakers on that back end, because now what you're going to see is more errant passes, more rush throws, bad at passes at the line. So you need those Richie Grants. You need those Darren Halls who automatic their natural playmakers with the ball in the air. They're act their receivers that are dressed as defenders. That's what you're going to need. They didn't have that in Ricardo Allen. They didn't have that in Desmond Trufant. They didn't really have that in those type of guys over the years, but now they got it. So that those guys are really going to be solid playmakers for this defense going forward. That's going to be nice. Dang, Josh, I can't believe he called you out like that, saying you don't have a natural instinct. You, can't you don't, bro. You don't. You don't. I mean, you <laughs> great coverage ability, man. You, you sticky coverage. I give you that. Great footwork, foot speed, but you can't cast and save your damn life. I tell you that. <laughs> the shade. The shade. <laughs> All the shade. Reggie, did you like or not like anyone or wanted someone else? maybe for us to pick up yeah i did but i mean overall all in all seriousness man you can you can ask for a better draft with the, all the cards that you had on the table from this team you know as far as the cap situation man this I, you have no complaints really out of me the only thing i wish you know and it's like like you know i get on eric about you know the uga guys but being cleveland man i was like yo yeah, this guy is is you know I mean granted they might he he might have not been high on a board and I understand that but you know I was like man this dude this is the guy and I thought you know we we're gonna get him but unfortunately you know they they went elsewhere but I mean you know what it, it's not a bad this draft was pretty good to me you know I'm I love the trenches so anything that deals with offensive line. Defensive line, I'm I'm good, and I'm glad they addressed it because that just makes everything, you know, like the players now they have to have the head on the swivel, so to speak. You know, nobody's safe really. You know, you have to go out there and really earn your keep on this team. So yeah, you know, for him yeah. to for them to just add, uh, you know, depth to the O line and and then the D line. Yeah, you know, this that's what I want, you know, because that's all I ever ask. You know, you cannot do anything without the trenches. You know, you can't get, you know, turnovers really if your your defensive line is not creating consistent pressure. And, you know, you can't have Matt doing what he wants to do if your offensive line is being pushed into his lap. So, you know, I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm just ready for camp to start because, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be – I'm just competition. <laughs> competition. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad it. you. I'm glad you did bring that up, Reggie. There's if there's one gripe that I did have is that they waited to the fifth round to draft an edge rusher, I guess. And Aziz is right there. Aziz was there, but of course, Aziz. <laughs> word on the street is Aziz has tied girly knees, so that's why he was passed mm -hmm. over. So. I don't know, but Aziz was there. Um, a ton of pass rushers were there. You know, even going into day three, they passed over some guys. Jordan Smith out of UAB was one that I thought was was a solid prospect. He was six seven, two fifty, um, with you know, 
plenty of length as well. But I, it's a it. It's hard to overlook that because now the team is in position to go into this year really relying on Dante Fowler. And I I didn't want I, exactly I didn't want to do that. I, I didn't. I wanted to have I, this was that was the one position I wanted to see them double dip in this year. Like I wanted to see them walk away with two solid edge rushers, but they he's he's the lead guy, he's the lead horse in that department going into the season. And we'll see if that pays off. We'll see if if he's able to actually do something, and we'll see how that helps the defense. But I, that is that's a definite concern going into going into training camp, going further into the offseason. Yeah, dealing with Fowler's ass, who claimed injury and whatever else the fuck he was complaining about, because we were talking shit about him. Um. Thanks for joining us, Smitty. Let can, before we get to Josh's thoughts, I fucking hate this culture word. And let me explain. <laughs> okay, nobody in the NFL has the same definition for the word culture. No, no, all of them, every analyst, sports reporter, and stuff, all of y'all's definition of culture is different. Even when it comes to the Falcons, even Falcons fans, the definition of culture is different and it's getting on my fucking nerves. Can we all just have one solid definition of what culture means for the NFL? Because, like, no most of you, there's no solid definition, every locker room is different. No, but like, like the fucking, like me and Josh were, were, well, Josh mostly, we're talking to this fucking dumbass Falcons fan, talking about how he, he, um, ruined his family's happiness by pulling their season tickets because we didn't get a black quarterback. He didn't say black, but we knew he meant a black quarterback. Um, because the, uh, Smith and them don't know the culture of Atlanta. Okay. When it comes to that, like, what, what is, I, that I don't understand. Go ahead. Go yeah, you go ahead. You that, that, that I don't understand. And and there's <laughs> like, a there's a there's a particular there's a particular I guess he wanna call himself a, a journalist or a media person or whatever, who's been saying for months that the Falcons need to change the culture and how they change the culture is by getting a new quarterback. And again, what has Matt done? to the culture of the Falcons? Like I don't understand. Like what does that mean? That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like Matt is a white man who took over Vic's position. Cares. I don't care. They, they care. That's why they're still clamoring for a black quarterback. But but care. that's my thing. Like, I and, and I, I've said this plenty of times, even before the draft. Like, why does it have to be a black? It's not. This is not a race thing, man. If the, if the quarterback, if the quarterback can play, he can play. No matter, regardless of skin color. I know everybody want. You know, most half of the fan base. I'm not gonna say most everybody. Right. Half of the fan base want that guy that can, like I even said uh, a few days um, after the draft, a guy on 92.9 said he wanted a mobile quarterback. Wow. Okay, you want a mobile quarterback. That's good. But what else? I mean, you want a quarterback that can dissect the defense, see what he sees out there, and, and right. attack that defense. You know, right. yeah, the, the, the mobility is just an extra incentive. I don't care. I just want a baller at the quarterback position. Right. So, you know, regardless if, of skin color, if you if you want to change the culture because you want to get rid of some guys that 
you know, are always in trouble by the law. If you want to get rid of those type of guys out of a locker room, they, yeah, okay, cool. We can change the culture there because you got a bunch of knuckleheads in there. Like, okay, right. I'm, I'm cool with that. But if you want to change the culture by making the transition from Matt Ryan to Justin Fields, that's not changing. Like, what is what is that changing? Who who cares? I don't care. I don't care if the cornerback is uh, albino. If he can play, play, if he can win games, it don't matter. I don't care. He can be green as a leprechaun. If that boy out there throwing three hundred something yards a game and they were winning games, it doesn't matter. So I don't I don't understand why changing the culture pertains to changing the skin color at the most important position on the field. That makes no sense to me. Exactly. But yeah. honestly, it's, it's mostly like barbershop talk because that's that's all I hear. Oh yeah, that's all I hear. Because yeah. even even the prominent. Former Falcons player uh, John Abraham, uh, he was getting his his haircut one one day, and he all he just said was, "Oh, y'all need to pick up Cam because Cam from Atlanta." He didn't say because Cam good, because Cam still got something left in the tank. He said because Cam is from Atlanta, y'all need to sign him. Yeah, I'm. And once he said that, all my respect for him just went out the window. I'm gonna I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, and I and I know Reggie and Josh hear this hear this enough from me. I don't care if you're from Atlanta. I don't care if you're from the University of Georgia. If you can play ball, you can play ball. Now, I don't want to have a roster full of Georgia players simply because you're that loyal to the University of Georgia. <laughs> and you know what? And, and, and you know, honestly, I I agree with that. Right. My issue. I, 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 I ain't trying to have I ain't trying to have Joe Cox out there on the field because you no, love Joe no, Cox. No, 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 look at saying. my Joe Cox tweet. <laughs> yeah. He was no. one of the worst quarterbacks I ever seen yeah, in my life. Yeah, no. In Georgia, see, we ain't vouching for that. We, we, we <laughs> right, like honestly, and and you know, you you've seen a few of my tweets when I and yeah. some of it was trolling, but honestly, when I when I speak mostly, like I said, I'm a I'm a trenches guy. Yeah, and I know we have some good quality offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. And now next year we're going to have a good defensive lineman that's going to come out too. We'll get ben to that Cleveland later. Was definitely one of them. This but year. you know, and yeah. you know, and even um on the D, you know, Aziz, man, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to say go out there and go get Jake from no offense, but you know, or uh, <laughs> you know, some other guys. You know, I just, you know, I, I really. When I when I speak, I'm speaking actually. Oh well, you know we can use this position or right. a need. So right. I'm not just going out there like the other folks saying, "Oh man, we need to draft everybody on this team." Right. No, nah, I'm not saying that. And I get right. and I you know I you know I just I like to pick you know, <laughs> pick at you a little bit. You know, now, you know so if they if yeah. they didn't if they didn't go to Kyle Pitts route this year, I would have been honestly I would have been fine with Trey McKitty. I think Trey McKitty is a, is a really solid prospect. I think he he has a future. He just didn't have enough reps at Florida State or Georgia, or Georgia in order yeah. to prove yeah. himself. Um, and I think Cleveland would have been a, a hell of a pick because uh, I think Cleveland's a, a great athlete for a guy that's three thirty plus. Um, but when it comes going back to Lethal's question, when it comes to this whole culture thing, like I get her point of view because what really is culture? Thank you. There's really there's really no definition to it because each yeah. locker room is different. But you know, our coach it, is basically like, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I mean, each well, locker just, room is different. Yeah. And I was well, just ahead. basically piggyback piggybacking off you, you know, it's just specifically Atlanta fan base, 
like Josh said, man, it's all about black or white. You know, yeah. They, you know, they want, and I'm like, God, why does it matter? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's, you know, that's like that's like Gucci coming out saying they want Dwayne Haskins because he's a black quarterback, bro. Yeah, it's and Amigos, um, really? whoever that is. Yeah. I'm like, man, come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah, just because you play football on the co- on on the high school level. It's, this is different, man. You know, it's some the tempo is way different than what you expect it to be. So, you know, you, you just want somebody to go out there and run 20, 30 yards down the field and then a loss. And then y'all gonna sit here with like, well, why we can't win games? Like, you know why? Because your quarterback is not doing what he needs to do. So, you know, stop for those who keep saying that, you know, it's stop. You have to, you know, basically get a quarterback that knows how to attack the defense the proper way. You know, the mobility is, is an extra incentive. That's all well and good, but I want a guy that can that give me wins a lot uh wins. If, if, wins. if you everything that you hear lethal like that's that's not culture. All right. Having a black quarterback or having a bunch of players from the city of Atlanta, like that's that's not a culture. Yeah, and then you know, ninety-two point trash, and them they be talking about culture sometimes too. Like, shut the fuck up! You don't even know. That's, you're not even from not here. Culture. That's not culture. What are you talking about? That's not culture. You want a locker room full of guys that play football in Atlanta? That ain't no culture, yeah. dude. You just you just loyal to a city, and that's all you really know, and that's all you really think can win in this league. And it, it's not the case. So, yeah, they get on my nerves. Josh, you got any thoughts about the draft picks besides Aziz? I know. So, if you were on the long ass fucking live stream that we did, uh, Josh was like praying that nobody got Aziz so we could pick him up. Um, and I know I you're pretty disappointed about that. So, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, it, I'm pretty Terry. He 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 addressed some needs. Um, the kid from. From Notre Dame. I mean, he's not Aziz, but he's still a, a pretty, pretty decent player. Um, just overall, from from Pitts to uh the kid from Arizona State, it was a solid draft. Um, like I said, the trenches. Uh, we got another um ex player, um, not ex player, but like explosive player um to to add to Julio and really um and with the rest of the offense, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, I, I love the Grant pick too, because uh, like I said, Eric he's been calling him to Atlanta since the Senior Bowl. Um, so I just want a ball hawk back there. That's all so, I want. Uh, one more <laughs> thing about the Richie Grant man and those yeah. highlights. I think you showed the yeah. guy can tackle. Like his form, yeah, is pretty it's pretty good. He can, you know, I'm like, at full speed. I'm like, he can. you know, that's that's and that's what we need too. You know, like. Right. Sure, sure, tacklers, not all these weapons, man. Exactly. The one, exactly. the big, the big question, I, the big thing that stands out about Richie that I want him to fix at the next level. Now, he, he does every now and then, he'll take a questionable angle and it'll lead to a big play. But that's kind of sort of, that's something you kind of sort of have to put up with based on the fact that he'll give that play up, but then he'll make like three other plays in a game that can right. flip a game. Right. Okay. Okay. Go back. Go back and look at a lot of his turnovers. A lot of his turnovers came in the red zone. A lot of his turnovers came in the red zone. Where instincts come in. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of his turnovers came when he's sitting in center field and he's prowling 
and he just hops on the pass. That's where his turnovers come into play. So, like I said, he may give up that one big play, but it's like, what are you looking at, Richie? But then the next drive, he'll come back and he'll force a fumble inside the 20 or something like that. And you're like, all right, I, I can I can I can deal with that. Yeah. Was Breeze sick? Yeah, Breeze was a little hurt about us not getting fields. Ain't even gonna lie. I mean, as soon as they said Lance, we had Josh devastated, and so, we had Breeze run and get his hat. So was he was Breeze, clapping. Was Breeze one of those people that was like, if they don't take a quarterback, then the draft is ruined? Like, was no, he one of those? Nah, nah, Breeze okay. was best player available. Yeah, the whole it's, time. It's, I mean. It depends. I, I can see why someone say Fields, but I mean, again, there's there's a, there were a number of teams in the league that had Kyle Pitts as the best player overall. Like I'm talking about ranked higher than Trevor Lawrence. Damn. Yeah, Breeze. Like, he never he never was like Fields high. He was always best player available. I just think he was just hella excited at the possibility of. Fields, uh, uh, yeah, come get in. <laughs> but he was always best player available, <laughs> and of course, rubbing it in Josh's face would have been hilarious. But I you know, I love too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is up with you and Fields, man? Like I don't get it, man. Bro. It's the clip against we after we we boat race South Carolina, and he was walking out the field. Like I said, he was like, I didn't come here to. To hand off the damn ball, like, like, dude, like, why, why, why are you bringing that attitude here? Cause he didn't come yeah. here to do that. Shit. So I mean, you don't man. want him. On, you, wait, you don't want, gonna go around. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, no, no, before, before my coming get this true. No, one, you're a true, you're a true freshman. You haven't done anything, anything yet. So, granted, you, you have, you, you, have, you have this bottle of talent within you, but yet you still haven't done anything yet. So you can't just come here talking like you just like you just the man on the campus. Like, like, come on, man. Like I mean, but no, I it's more, I mean Yo, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I I was gonna say it's it's a it's a, it's a totem pole in sports. I mean, well, on, on teams. It's like a, if you're a freshman coming to a high school and you just talking crazy. To seniors who already done been did there and done it and put up numbers, but yeah, you just come here talking crazy. Like, who are you, Justin Fields? Five stars. Every five stars. I know why he did it though. In college football, and I know why he did it though. Honestly, and like I said, even when he was here, before, I know we're getting off subject, but I I know the reason why because he was trying to get out in this draft. You know, he was he was I didn't. If he stayed with Georgia, he wasn't gonna do four years. He was yeah, gonna yeah, do his three yeah. years. Yeah, and he was a so, yeah. So, so that's I, why he was trying to like start that year he came in. And of course they said, you know, you don't have to wait because we fresh out for Natty appearance. And you know, Jake Fromm has done nothing wrong to lose his job yet. So, you know, I get it, but at the same time, yeah, it it, it yeah. And, but, yeah, he and took it up thing. there to Chicago with him too, you know that press conference, right? Chicago, and, so. and that's the thing too is like, like, dude, you're going to play. You're you're Justin Fields at Georgia. You 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 just could have had one great year and you still go top. You still was going to go away, at least top eleven. That's it. Just wait patiently and you and just show out. That's all. 
He didn't want to go to 22 NFL draft. He was trying to get out of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, man. But, yeah, like you said, you got to be patient. But, hey, best of luck to him because he, right. he's, he's a first-round pick. Yeah. You got to put yourself in the shoes of a five-star quarterback like Justin Fields. Right? Yeah. You was told all along as you was getting recruited. Nope. You the, you yes. The, nope. You the future. Yes. Come on now. Nope. Yes. Because you also told, audio, what he's saying. Hold on. Hold on. You were told the entire time as you was being recruited, you're the future. This is going to be your squad. This is going to be your team. All right, cool. You come in as a freshman. You don't really see the field much unless it's mop-up duty. When you do see the field, it's in the SEC title game playing punt coverage. That, no, I, I didn't agree but with that either. There's, so I both both sides have faults, in my opinion, because first of all, as Justin Fields, you should have realized this system doesn't fit me. Thank you. Not at the now, time. I, not at the time. That system doesn't fit me. Now, granted, you probably wanted to go to Georgia because of you know everything else outside of the system. You love that you love the locker room, you love the coaching staff, you love the atmosphere that the fans create. I get it, I get it. But you should have thought a little lot more logical than that. Because let's let's be honest, Ohio State should have been his team. That should have been his school from the jump. That exactly. system fits what he brings to the table. I agree. So and, but go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and that, that that's all that I'm saying, like. One, the system that we had in place at the time, it wasn't a fit for you. We weren't right. trying to air it out. We we still grind a pound, Georgia. Right. Now we're still trying to get now we're turning the corner and and trying to like match the modern day collegiate football offenses now. So but at the time when he came to Georgia, it wasn't a perfect match. So at the same time, it's like you can't come here and then complain, dude. Like, and then on top of that. Kirby, he, it, Justin said himself, Kirby did not promise him playing time. He said that. Or was that what he was forced to say? <laughs> oh, my God. They don't force these kids to say anything. So, Kirby, Kirby, never, Kirby never promised him, like, bro, this is – we're gonna make a. We're gonna create a package for you. We're gonna find we ways to get you on the field, even as a true freshman. Oh, we gonna, they, 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 they were doing that. We gonna get you all the white that. snow bunnies your heart desires. I got. I got to be honest. If I'm a five star recruit <laughs> and I'm being <laughs> and I'm being I'm being recruited that hard by Georgia and I don't really see the field until the SEC title game and you want me to play a decoy or punt on punt coverage or whatever, <laughs> I'll I'll be mad too, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. But at the same no, time, no. But, but he was same, hold on. But at the same time, he should also be mad at himself for putting himself in a situation like that. You commit to a school, granted, nothing against Georgia. Georgia is an elite program, but you put yourself in a situation where you know your traits, you know what you're strong at, and you're going to an offense that really doesn't fit you. Let's be honest. Exactly. He probably shouldn't have committed to Georgia in the first place. And and, and I agree. And that's why I said, too, his father should have been like, just, you know what? Them boys just played in the national title game. You going there right now and trying to start, it's highly unlikely. Didn't he commit to Penn State? Penn State decommitted, and then yeah. he said, I'm going to Georgia. That, yeah, I mean, that, that fit him a lot better. But I'm pretty sure he didn't want to stay there because of what was going on at Penn yeah, State. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I understand. But all I'm saying is he had better options instead of coming to Georgia and then complaining why he was at Georgia. That's all. What a Georgia Tech. 
Nah, get get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Paul Johnson. He still, he still wouldn't have time. Whoever was at Georgia Tech. So. He was, <laughs> no, that wasn't a fit either. You yeah. wasn't gonna throw. Bro. You got Paul Johnson yeah, at the time. Yeah, they was gonna just triple option all the way up and down. They gonna throw eight. Gonna throw eight times a game, and then when it's time for you to go to the combine, they're gonna ask you to play receiver. <laughs> yeah. Nah. JT Daniels is a future Falcon. Nah, is that the white boy that. from you? Oh man, I'm, I'm not saying all that. Heck, Come I don't on, even know man. JT cut out for the NFL. Come on, man, <laughs> we, we ain't about to do this again. Wait, who's JT Daniels? George Pickett George Pig season. <laughs> nah, bro, get the fuck out of here. He, he's Jordan's current quarterback. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. What y'all did to Eric? I don't even know if, if JT is even cut out for the NFL. Well, speaking of bad quarterbacks, now, you know what? I just, I hope, I just want, just, I just want Terry Fontenot to draft one damn Georgia player so y'all can shut up. I'm, I'm no, tired of not it. just one. Just, just, just take one. In, no, no, just take one in the first round. Just take take one in the first round. Just throw, him, just throw him a bone, bro. Please, just take one in the first round. Just throw, I look. I know. Even though next year you probably got Julio and Ridley and Pitt, just take George Pickens so they can shut up and just let it be, bro. Please, Dog. Falcon, Terry, Arthur. Please. please, Eric said, I'll translate. Eric said to please draft a Georgia player so these Georgia fans can shut the fuck up. Every year, man. God, don't. They always, always. That's why, I hate, that's why I hate when Georgia has elite prospects coming up. Because, like, oh, my oh, God. But you can't deny that, that Stokes, or like Campbell or like LeCount, they wouldn't have been decent picks for our defense. Campbell, no. <laughs> I think Stokes would have been a better a better fit for this defense. Um, and I think the the thing with Eric Stokes, Eric Stokes was a really good prospect and he yeah. tested very well, but I didn't see that speed on tape. So that's why I'm wondering, like, was that four three speed? Was that just he was he was hyped that day and yo he hit it because he you know he was feeling right because again I didn't see that four three speed on tape I yeah. didn't see that yeah I so that that was the question there but again man Georgia Georgia has great prospect Malik Herring was another prospect that I was pretty much interested in that I felt like on late I mean I know he had a he had a ACL injury right yeah mm-hmm. late day three you take a guy he's a little. He's what 270, 280 right now. Yeah, he got to lose some weight. But, well, no, I I would have liked putting on another 15 pounds and making him a five tech defensive end. Uh, he's not gonna he's really not gonna play this year. Let him rehab the knee, but let him also put some weight on. Yeah. I, I that's just me. That's just my thinking. I just watching him on tape, like I feel like he probably better as a as a defensive end. But we're getting off track a little bit. It's all good. It's all good. All right. No more future and next year quarterbacks. Keep that out of the comments. Save that shit for next year. You know how fucking tired I am of talking about draft. The we, draft ain't, we ain't taking Washington in a couple years either. So stop with that at tight end. Wait, 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 wait. Don't don't be too hasty. Okay. No, Jesus. Hey, picture now. Washington and Pitt. No. Come on. No. Come on, man. Who guarding that? No, I was thinking either George 
or Pitts or Jermaine or Pitts. Either one. Here they go. <laughs> I just, I know, I'm done. I'm done. No. I'm done. Okay. I'm a, I got to drive the boat. Speaking of players, good or bad, we got a lot of free agency picks. And the two picks that stood out to everybody the most were the two quarterbacks that we signed. Felipe, what's the fucking name? That, ain't, that pick didn't stand out to me. That was one of the worst ones. I'm talking about stand out to like everybody. Everybody is focused on these two. Felipe, whatever is it, Felipe and AJ, what's his name? AJ. He, he should have bought me in as a as an undrafted free agent and quarterback <laughs> over Felipe. No, man. I don't, I don't get it. He's tall. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much. The guy's spotty. The guy spotty is like, at so best. Spotty. Not the best decision maker. Mm-mm. Throws are he's got it. He's he can put velocity on the throws, but he's just inconsistent in that department. Footworks need some help. Mechanics need some help. I don't get it. And if he, he just does, t- and Arthur makes him into something good, that man deserves coach of the year. But I don't see it though. I don't get it. He's sick. He's six six. I give it to him. That's about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it? Nah, I, maybe they were like, "Hey, who will be a quarterback for us? For some some wings, a peach drink, and some crispy fries." It ain't gonna be Felipe. I tell you well, that. I, you know that's what happened. Hell, I know, that's man, what I I, man, I'll run Wildcat with Gage before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole game, four quarters. <laughs> Gage, you ain't coming out, bro. We want a Wildcat all game. Nope. All game. In your expert opinion, Eric, why the fuck did we get AJ? Do y'all realize what the quarterback frenzy market looked like? I'm just saying, like, out of all, all it was ugly. People it was ugly. I, I, I'll be honest with you. AJ might have been one of the best options. It was Thank ugly. You know. Oh my god! It but was that ugly. Blake Bortles might have been the next best quarterback on the free oh, market shit. right now. Okay. All right. Okay. AJ might have been the best route. Listen, I'm just being honest. The free. The, that's why. That's also why I thought that they were going to take a quarterback early because. The, the veteran free agency market was atrocious. Blake was out there. Uh, Robert Griffin III was out there. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think who else was out there. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't anything to pick from, to be quite honest with you. And AJ might have been. That was that was the one sign where I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll deal with that. It's it's not the great the greatest one, but I'll deal with that. You're like, I guess. I, I guess. Right. I guess. Um, some friends, man. Who else? Let me, let me take a look. Who else was out there? Uh, Jeff Driscoll, Matt Barkley, 42-year-old Josh McCown, Blaine Gabbert, Brian Hoyer, Nick Mullins, Joe Webb. Y'all want to keep going? Hoyer is better than uh, Joe Webb, but Joe Webb still playing. God, dog. Joe Webb, 30, Joe Webb, thirty-five. Joe Webb, old as Matt. Y'all want, y'all want to bring him in? Look, bring the him. only my my thing is okay. I honestly, 
I would have brought back Kurt before I resigned before yeah. I, I, I before I made Felipe uh, a draft free. Right. I would I would have resigned Kurt. I would let Kurt be my my QB three in a situation like that. Right. Okay. So the rumors are that they thought he was more focused on his gaming than football. Is that true? In anything you could tell us? Yeah, I kind of heard the same thing too. Oh wow! Damn. But the fan base loves Kurt. Like Kurt is Kurt is one of the guys. Kurt's one of the guys. Like you come over and crack open a beer, let's watch a game, bro. Right. Kurt's one of the guys. Wow. He loves he loves the Falcons fan base, and he would love to come back. But yeah, I kind of heard the same thing too. Damn. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty yeah. good at the at the at the game with things. Oh, he was. Uh, I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Dog. But, he was okay. Mad to have a side hustle in case football didn't work out. So, right, that's the thing. I kinda, I kinda, it's a hobby. I kind of don't blame him, but you know, Kyler Murray's in it. Kyler Murray just joined a professional gaming team. Y'all see that? Yeah. Nah. See, that's what it's. That I don't. And we just talked, I think, with Marcus a couple episodes ago. Whereas, like, these guys have to have something else because they know football ain't gonna last. So they got to have another outlet. So why yeah. do they keep blocking? I mean, you know I, what I'm saying? I thought, I thought that's where your education coming to play your degree, but I guess. Well, not. these niggas ain't getting degrees, <laughs> so. Want to play Call of Duty all day. Well, I, well, I mean, to that, to that point, Chad Johnson, he, he's even doing it. He's like, that's paying his, Chad Johnson. And he's saying that's paying his bills. I don't know how true that you is. You talking about Ocho Cinco? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chad. yeah, yeah. Gaming, gaming, gaming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Gaming pays a lot. Like, if you're good and you get on those teams, they pay them a shit ton of money. No, no, no. Yeah, but I rather that's something that's a focus I rather have when I'm done, like Chad, mm. not when I'm playing. If I'm playing, if I if I'm active like Kyler Murray and I'm joining a professional gaming team, if I'm a if I'm the Cardinals front office, I'm you keeping it cut it out. I'm keep. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna tell them to cut it out, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep a close eye on it. Yeah, see Definitely. Like that. That's my he, starting quarterback. He thought too many. You got to pull him to the side and talk to him. Yeah, like, bro, did you study this week? He's like, nah, bro, I was playing the game last night. But damn, they play. Like, that's what we're going to have problems. Like, it's just, yeah. Because those type of things, especially when you're playing that quarterback position, like, that is an easy distraction. When you're consuming it, it's it's easy for a quarterback to say, coach, I know the playbook, we good. But there's, there's, you can know the playbook like the back of your hand, but I mean, you can still get picked off four times on Sunday because people staying up last Playing night. Games. Yeah, that makes sense for, um, you know, for sure. Yeah. For uh, sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what's his name? I am brain farting right now. I will get you on next week. Okay. Uh, Eb says, stay still, Reggie. Um, is there anyone in free agency that stood out to anyone else besides probably the Rock's illegitimate child that we don't know about? <laughs> Javion Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, he took, that's pretty much the one that really stuck out. Hawkins, man. Javion Hawkins. Right there. I like him. That's, that's a, a speed demon, a definite upgrade from Edo Smith. No offense <laughs> to Edo Smith, but playmaking ability. 2020 last year, Javion Hawkins had three rushing touchdowns of 70 yards or more. And then that's what 
because I was telling somebody that it was a night game that Louisville played, and I was just at home, like, just bored, and I just happened to see this guy just ripping them off. Like, I was like, damn, who this kid? Was that the Miami game? <laughs> Well, I don't know. He had, a, he, had a, he had a nice he had a nice cutback. He had a nice uh, touchdown against Miami, but he had to cut back uh, against the grain a little bit. But yeah, this um, guy, yeah, that's what made me like really start paying attention to him some more. Yeah, you know, like I had to go back and watch some some old games. Or, like, he's, wow. he's he's small. Yeah. He's five. He's five eight. A buck eighty something. He's small, but the kid has plenty of speed. He, have, he ran for fifteen hundred yards a couple years ago. Um, and he almost had a thousand yard season last year, but yeah, he he's I think he's definitely gonna make the roster. Damn, yeah, well, that's good because I was real disappointed in us not getting one of the UNC backs. Y'all know I, w- I wanted one of them, y'all, y'all, wow, because wow. first wow. of all, they are good, they're big backs and they're good and they can run. And they can run people over while they're running, and they can get the yards. You just described like forty or fifty running backs. I was in the draft. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's I'm just why saying. running backs don't matter. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm biased. Okay. I see that. I I, I felt that. I was trying to get you to go in that direction. Oh, I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to admit it. Other than some people on this show, <clears throat> true facts. Yeah, bro. Desmond Trufant over here. Nah, you look like Richie now, dog. That's you. Oh yes. So let's. So who brought that up? So uh, somebody, somebody, somebody random. It is. It's him. But I saw the picture. What's funny is so um so a few years back, I played I played uh, semi pro football for two seasons, and one of my ex teammates was Richie's secondary coach for two years in high school. So I was already familiar with Richie for a minute, and I didn't even realize it until the other day on Twitter when the picture of Josh was side-by-side with Richie. I was like, damn, they do look alike. Like, wait a minute. Who made that picture? <laughs> Jamel. Jamel did right here. Ain't no he man says, that picture. Dude, you look like Richie Grant, bro. No, no I don't. It's in the eyes. He has somewhat of a beard. We do not how, look alike. How is, it, how, is it, how is it that Josh looks like eight? Right, right. But I used to get Sergio Kendall, like um Patrick Willis. Yeah, Pat Willis, true fun, like now Richie. Bro, how's it how you look like a collection of players, bro? That's (laughs) you need you need to do fucking DNA tests with these people. Y'all gotta be related somehow. Like that's nuts, bro. You know, you don't look like just one player. No, you look like multiple. A whole starting eleven almost, bro. Brian like, Rackpo, like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now, now to me, with this whole Richie thing, it's in the eyes. I don't see it really anywhere else but the eyes, and that's it for me. But yeah, yeah, you do look like Brian Rackpo. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I ain't even that's a new one. That's a new one. Hold on. I gotta look at that one. Hold on, bro. I gotta look at that one. That's a new one. We can end the show now. Wait, <laughs> down, man down. Bro, bro, you look like a rapo for real. 
Yeah, how racist, man. I swear to God. I ain't even, I ain't Bruh. even do it. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, what? shit. Damn. <laughs> right, it's every dark like thing. It's racism. How's it? First of all, Josh, that's you, bro. Hey, man, put the phone down. Yeah, look, that's, that is, yeah, Josh, that's you, man. Ooh, you, you put a little more meat on your bones. That's come on now, bro. Josh, that's you, bro. All right, we off topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one. I didn't even realize that one. Wow. Come on, man. Come on now. It was because he was, he was he was laying in the bed. I think his wife had just had the baby, and he was laying in the bed like he had a kid. And someone was like, "Is this you just had a kid?" I'm like, "That's not even me." Like, like what are you talking about? Like, bro, that's you. I ain't even. That's a new one. I ain't even realized bro. that. Damn. Oh, I'm gonna use that one. Like crazy. No. Duh, and do side oh. by sides. Oh no, I'm gonna get you now, bro. <laughs> just ammo after ammo and after ammo. Oh, I'm gonna get you now. All right, I'm about to put that together now. That's can't get a break. Like I thought, I thought I was done down, but you find got cut and and he, and he was left the team. But now, no, sir. Come on, man. You thought we was gonna yeah, stop that? No, I don't even know who started it. Was it me or Amber? Oh, we about to we about to run that back, bro. <laughs> oh, dog. He gone. He about to get him. Yeah, I got you now, dog. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had um fifth year options. We already knew. I don't think anyone's surprised by these Hearst being declined and Ridley's being picked up, like <laughs> Yeah. Anybody um, surprised? I'm I'm a mildly surprised by uh by Hearst. Yeah. Um, because I didn't I didn't think that the the drafting of Pitts would lead to that because I felt like, of course, with Arthur Smith's background, that you know he's used to having two, three, four tight ends on the roster, four quality tight ends, or he's he's used to having uh, overabundance at that position. So. I felt like in this pretty in this situation, I mean, he worked with John Smith and Anthony Ferkser at Tennessee, and he made those guys, you know, quality tight ends. So I feel like, you know, in this situation with Pitts and Hurst, he'll be able to do a little few things with these two guys. I mean, they're both athletic, and they're both run four four, and and they're both matchup issues. But I guess, I guess this is the new regime looking at at Hayden Hurst and saying you're not you're not good enough. I guess. I mean. I'm a little little surprised by that. What was did you see that um Arthur Smith interview interview with those Tennessee players? No. Um that podcast thing. No. Did any of y'all see that? No, I heard about it though. <clears throat> um what was what was that about? Um they were just asking him like what it's like being a Falcon and how like they miss him and like he holds players accountable. And they want to come to Atlanta with him. And I was going to ask y'all if any of those guys were tight ends, and maybe uh, I know for one of I, them to come. I know that they were possibly interested in um, 
Miko Pruitt, who was their tight end three last year, but of course he didn't come. I think he re-signed with Tennessee this offseason, but uh, I, I haven't really heard or seen anything like that. Um, but we'll, I mean, we'll see how we'll see how Hurst does this year. I mean, this is definitely more incentive for him to to ball out and have a great mm-hmm. year. We'll see if that happens, though. I think you. I, I don't think not think it will. I mean, I think it's touchdowns. Uh, it's going to get divided up between you know everybody else and Pitts. Oh, I don't. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's going to have double digit touchdowns this year. Oh no, I'm not counting on that either. But even I, even Ridley, I don't. I Ridley might take a step back in touchdowns this year. To be honest with you. Probably, especially if he keeps running stupid like he did last year. And no, I'm not letting that go. <laughs> Y'all can leave me alone. I'm not letting it go. Shit. Well, Fuck. he he got his fifth year option and well deserved. He's definitely been a baller since day one. Um, oh, look, no fucking doubt about that. There's there's no question. Now, I I don't know what this says about Julio and his future. Um, I know we don't want to see Julio go. um, I will say this. I'm very confident that he's a Falcon in 2021. Um, 2022? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm not certain about that. Not certain. I'd just rather he retire than play play for someone else. Well, Me too. Well, just like Aaron said, I'm the agent of chaos. So you just yeah, come, come in here. I see him playing before it's all said. I go. Fuck yeah, you, man. You know, I mean, I, I said that on the last podcast I was on. Man, I'm just saying, you know, it's gonna come a time, but you know, it is. Yeah, yeah. I know your husband. But it's going to come a time when all is after. You're going to have to address it. You know, you can't sweep it under the rug. Yeah. You know. yeah. I, w- I would love for him to stay a Falcon, but, you know, I see him playing with one more team before it's all sitting down. I just I, – I felt like this this year with the trade talks, and I think a lot of the talk was coming from those that are not even really looking at the Falcons or not even concentrating on the Falcons. But Julio had – Julio had an injured year. He only played in nine games last year. But if you look at his numbers, Julio was still having a Julio Jones type year. He was averaging 85 yards a game. In those nine games played, he still had a little bit over 700 yards. Um, So he was still productive. I think he still was well on his way to another 1,300 yard season. So, and plus, he had a hamstring injury in week two. If you play football, if you're familiar with football, hamstring injuries can linger longer long. Exactly. All year long, especially when you're rushed. And we all, I know we all felt like Julio was probably yeah. rushed back. Just, yeah. He, he, he shouldn't have came back as early as he did. So I think because of who he is, he's Julio Jones. He's still an alien. Okay. This guy is a freak of nature. He deserves the benefit of the doubt to have that 2021 season to bounce back. Um, and I think a lot of people were looking at this and saying, Julio's old. He's, he's done. They need to move on from him. I wasn't willing to play to make that bet. I'm willing to put my money on Julio having a Julio type year in 2021. And if they want to explore trading him, I think his value will still be good next year because he's still, if Julio comes back, has a 1400 yard 
eight touchdown season, you cannot tell me that teams will not be knocking on the door about his services next year. They're still yeah, going to want him. And yeah, and this is all purely. It's not, and honestly, it's not based on this talent. This was all purely, purely cap restructuring. So you know, yeah. you know, it's it, there. I, I, yeah, like you said, seven hundred yards in that many amount of games. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? This man is washed. Yeah. Dude is not washed. He's <laughs> you not know, washed. He just, yeah, he's hurt. You know, and that's something we've come to, you know, growing accustomed to. But right. yeah, I was like to say wash. That's that's an ill-advised uh, statement yeah. to say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want him to retire as a Falcon because I'm selfish, but I also do want to see him get a ring. And that's if he yeah. even wants that himself. You know what I'm saying? So, but I do want him to retire. I think, want a ring. I, I think every player wants a ring. It's just that, you know, you know, just how to get it, you know. So, yeah. you know, he's not, he, he can't do it by himself. Matt can't do it by himself. This is a, a real team collected sport. You know, you have to come together. So, yeah. Man, you know, I was yeah. like, if he gets a ring with us, I'd be happy if we get one. You know, or if he gets it with another team, you know, I'll still be happy. But, you know, I, I really, like I said, it's just going to be purely uh, a cap move to move him. You know, it's not nothing with his production. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, I think most. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, everybody's so attached to to the player and not the team, you know. And I, I used to be of like, course. That. Of so course. you know, I mean, and I still have, and I still, have, yeah. I mean, I get it, I, I, I get it, but you know, like I said, after I think after the Super Bowl and or the year after when we lost to the Rams, that's when I was just like, you know, well, maybe I need to start putting my perspective, you know, like just start saying, okay, well. You know, I just need. I need to stop. I need to think about the team more than the players. So I talked. I talked about this on the sh- on on our uh, Falcoholic show a little bit on day three, um, but and a lot of people don't understand as well the type of move that this could be from a PR standpoint. You're talking about you're talking about a face of Atlanta sports. This is not just Julio Jones. You know, you're talking about arguably the best player in franchise history. And you're talking about if you had a Mount Rushmore of Atlanta figures, he's probably up there. He's probably up there with Wilkins. He's probably up there with Dion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So from a PR standpoint, and I wondered a little bit, I wonder if the PR department, I wonder if Blake himself were saying like, hey, I get financially, I get why you would want to go this route. But understand what this can do from a public relations standpoint here in the city of Atlanta. This is not, so basically what he was, what I was laying out was, I'm pretty sure the PR standpoint or, or blank was saying, hey, if you want to make a move like this, make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't trade Julio for a fourth round pick, fifth round pick or whatever, just because you want to get him off the books and you want to get the, you want to get extra cash because yes, that's going to help financially. But again, from an off the field standpoint, that's not going to be a good look because I'm pretty sure that's a move like that. If you trade Julio right now for a fifth round pick to get to get 15 million dollars, I guarantee you that's going to that's going to 
ticket, their ticket sales are going to take a hit. I mm-hmm. promise you. Mm-hmm. I promise you it's going to take a hit. I promise you just from the media standpoint, it's going to take a hit. It's going to be bad coverage from the media. And you know, Arthur Blank doesn't like that. So right. even if they go this route in the future, I, I think Fontenot needs to understand financially, it may make sense, but make it worth your while. Don't trade Julio for a bag of people. Don't do what Houston did and trade away DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of Skittles just because right. you, you want to free his contract. Because that ain't gonna work. That's well, not gonna I work. Think, but I think Terry's way more smarter than Bill O'Brien. Anyway, I, I, so. hope so. <laughs> I hope so. We hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Because again, this it's ain't just this ain't just a trade. Well, yeah, you're, right. you're, trading, you're right. You're right. You're trading arguably the greatest player in franchise uh, history. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. yeah. That's that's gonna be hard. Last thing I want to talk about. Keisha, I can't wait for you to get out of this city. I fucking, I can't fucking stand you. Okay, Miss Bottoms, ruining this fucking city. Okay, if you don't know, the Gulch is going bye bye. The Gulch is leaving. That is where I tailgate. That is where many people tailgate, and they are spending five billion dollars to mess up the beautiful view from the Gulch, the tailgating spot and parking for a $5 billion gentrification project to put in some more Del Tacos and some fucking gentrified wings and some fucking Valley Girl white bars. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gulch. The, the wings? Yeah, gentrified <laughs> wings. They're going to put in gentrified wings. It's not going to be black wings in this place. How do you They're know that they're spending $5 billion to whiten up the place. They ain't going to put uh, Mama so white, Sue up in there. So white wings are not good enough? They just... No, they have you... They're, they're not? No. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to gauge the scene. I'm trying to read the room a little bit. They're not. What they should do is, since they're basically demolishing the West End Mall, they should take that American Deli out and put it down in the gulch. That would be a good renovation. Is this because of your infatuation with American Devil? First of all, the West End, yeah. no, the West End of American Devil is the West. best. Exact location, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is exact the location. best okay. American Deli. And <laughs> not only just for the wings, it's for the fact that people are scared to go in there. So the line is always short. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people are scared of the West End. You scary motherfuckers. Ain't nobody gonna get you. Well, you don't know that. You don't know. I, I, I see both sides. <laughs> Every time I go in there, I'm, I'm not just gonna say nobody's gonna get you. Okay, they might get you, but you you can't go in there smelling like fear. You know, you gotta what be I'm in saying? and out, man. In and out. Yeah, you gotta be in. You gotta be hard. You gotta look hard. You know, like Ugh! like when you in there, you can't be scared going in there. I don't, I don't get that sense from you, Lethal. If that's the case, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Sense. I'm hard. Ain't nobody mess with me. There's one guy, but he was like just trying to pick up all the women. I was like, sir, I just want my wings. Leave me alone. I don't want your mixtape. Hey man, you gotta eat. Man, you gotta eat. Camp Creek. Look, Ronnie, shut up. Camp Creek. No, ain't nobody gonna know fucking Camp Creek, American yeah, Deli. Right. Please. Anyways, Keisha, these roads need to be fixed. 
this flooding we need more drains today crog street tunnel turned into a fucking river there were alligators up in that bitch and we so we need drains and you want to do a five billion dollar project ruining the goddamn gulch bitch fuck you there weren't alligators eric i saw your face when i said alligators i'm um, just over exaggerating look here. It, it is atlanta let's just be real yeah. i mean it could be nah, they just gotta clean those drains man but yeah yeah, cauliflower, buffalo wings. Cauliflower, buffalo wings. That, that's, that's what's what going to be the place. That's, that's, that's what's going to be. That's what's going to be. Shout out cauliflower, to King West. Cauliflower, yep. buffalo wings. That, right. That's going to be chairs and break windows, man. Okay. Like, yeah. We want to play those, like this. Those are white wings. Okay. Yes, right. white wings, dog. It's going to be vegan and fucking... What is that? Fox Bros barbecue? <laughs> it's going to be that type of shit over there. And like, I don't know what else is going to be in there, but it's going to be some goddamn bullshit. And Keisha gets on my fucking nerves approving this shit. It, Parkin's going to, it's already a bitch. It's going to be even a worse of a bitch for the games. Yep. <sighs> even the Hawks games, you know, don't nobody go to those because y'all don't got no rings. So, whatever. But still, chill out, chill out. I got, I got ring. We got five rings. Spurs got. Is it five or six? I don't know, but we got way more than y'all. So that's all that matters. Shout out to true champions. Mm. Let's see how far they take it this year. Let's see how far they get in the playoffs. They ain't ain't gonna go nowhere. And then when pops retires, they really ain't gonna go nowhere. And we're gonna be failures for like the next 20 to 30 years. But we got the rings other than some people in this chat. Well, let's wrap this up before they come attack me. I can feel it <laughs> brewing. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in to today's show. Do we have any shout outs, Eric? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Terry Fontenot, man. Hell of a first drive, dude. Yeah, you put that together. Your first draft. There's a, I mean, there was a couple things here and there I, I would have done a little differently, but overall, you know, he made the Falcons a much more athletic team because of this draft. So shout out to him. Car, Terry looks like an evil villain sometimes to me, but you know, hey, sometimes you need that in your gym. Sometimes <laughs> we still don't know if he's the ops yet. Still he getting that, the at least he ain't, he ain't out here. At least he wasn't out here campaigning like Dimitro. Bro, Dimitro, he was trying, trying to get a job, man. He didn't want a job. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody slow. He you out here, at home, man. You out here looking like a politician, bro. You showing up everywhere. Oh, you don't know if want to hire his ass. That's all I see is your campaign commercials, bro. He, he on interview after interview after interview. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Tony Dimitro from his draft takes. Why? For what? <laughs> let's, let's let's ask Thomas Dimitrov what he thought about the Falcons draft class. Okay, um, for what reason? Because he ruined a bunch of other ones. If we do that, honest with you, but all right, whatever. He's trying to get a GM job. That'd be a whole nother show. That's right. He ain't he ain't never talked this much. You now right he, about that? I don't know if y'all watched, but he he had an interview the other day. He questioned he questioned the Jalen Mayfield pick. Of course. 
And I'm Did thinking to myself, you? like, you, I got yeah, this. I got they, this one. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have had to make that pick if you wouldn't have signed Jamal Brown and Carpenter. James Carpenter, exactly. Also, you signed someone who has a heart problem. Oh, damn. That's kind of cold, Lita. Why do you do that? <laughs> then I've been saying this since we find him. He has a, why? Listen. I have nothing against people with disabilities and health issues. However, why did we sign someone with the heart problem who had an issue mid-season? Well, mm. shout out my people's damn man. I don't, <laughs> don't want to do everything that you know. <laughs> but no y'all comment. know I'm right. Y'all just don't <laughs> say it out loud. Oh, man. What's your shout outs, Reggie? Oh man, I'm gonna shout out y'all. I'm gonna shout out here my family, man. You know, my 1400s. Wait, all y'all Ooh. got my 1400s. Where's my money? While y'all are here, uh, you need to take that up with the IRS, man. That right, yeah, that ain't my problem, man. Where's my right. cuts? We got it, we got ours, right? We got it. Where's my cut? It was Ain't no but, but proud dads here. We got right. ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rightfully. Where's they're, they're my not a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, right? Don't make me bring Wick out. Where did I put Wick? <laughs> no, Lethal. Look, Lethal, you you ain't you ain't getting no cut, man. Right? Where's That's Wick? Right? You ain't got one. You ain't got no extra mouth fees. Where don't make me get Wick out. No. I, I'll get Wick out if I, I don't know the YouTube rules, so I'm going to keep Wick away. You, you do that, we're going to tell the IRS you try to claim all of our kids. Yeah. What? Ain't our, of, yes. We were our kids. No, that's no. They, they, that's IRS. They heard that. He, they said our you kids. Tried, you tried One, to. two, three, four. Our. Ain't none of yours. Ain't none of them right. look right. <laughs> they all <laughs> are. They all dark skin. Ain't none of them look like. Um, hello. Are y'all blind? Like I added extra lighting. Like, why we got we got to go through this again? Like, there's extra lighting in here. I don't understand how y'all are blind. Ethan, you white? Bitch, always <laughs> white. Jesus, I am a dark skinned individual. Yo, kid, hungry. You ain't give me no twelve hundred either. I mean fourteen hundred. Sorry, Reggie. Did you that? Did you complete your shout outs? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, I did. Josh, what are your shout outs? Um, shout out to Eric and Reggie for coming on today. Um, everyone that. who's tuning in, whether they're uh, in the chats or just listening, however they are. Um, and my little boy and um and Nina, everybody. Tell Nina I said what's up. Hey man, I, I done told you <laughs> to the grin off the face. Cause we done had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, shout out to all y'all. Make sure you like the video, comment, subscribe, and stuff. Cause we got more shit coming. Appreciate Eric coming on. I just hit myself yeah. in the face with this remote. I need to go to bed. Shout out to Reggie for coming back. As long as he's not mad at the team, he'll be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get other people on. Look, 
I know y'all be in the comments yelling at me. Listen, just wait. I promise you'll be back on here. Just, I can't have like 50 people on here at one time. Okay. So that's it. Damn, Braylon, you came in late. Hey, watch playback. Appreciate you coming in. On that note, we out to the bitch because we got work in the morning and another storm is probably coming. So definitely. Goodbye. Yeah, stay safe out there. Yup. For sure. There's a fucking.